Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Adrian Ross Show. I am Adrian Ross, of course, and I'm glad you have tuned in for this episode. First of all, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. I've only been at this for a few weeks, and I appreciate so much the support for your desire to hear what I have to say, your willingness to leave a review or rating if you've done that, your sharing with your friends and other people. It means so much. And if you haven't left a review or rating, I ask that you do. It would be so helpful if you would just take a moment at Apple Podcasts and leave a review, leave a rating. It would be super, super cool. And I would really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much in advance for doing that. All right, let's dive into today's topic. Today's topic is based on a situation that I recently dealt with as I was traveling. I had been driving. I drove to New York and on the way back, I stopped at a hotel, which I usually do because it's it's such a long trip. So I usually drive most of the hours the first day. I stop at a hotel and then I do the shorter portion of the trip the second day. So I'm on my way back home from New York and I stop overnight at the hotel. Now, what I generally do is I check in before dark. I am most often traveling by myself. So I like to get settled in before dark. And then I go out, I grab dinner, I bring it back. I eat at the hotel and, and I spend the night and get up in the morning and I hit the road. So this particular situation, I checked in, I went out to dinner, I brought the food back, I put it on the desk and I have the television on. I'm sitting I'm ready to eat. When all of a sudden I hear banging at the door, I call it banging. When you're by yourself and you're not expecting anybody, every sound sounds like banging, right? But I hear the sound at the door and I hear the door shaking as if someone is trying to get in the room. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? I ain't expecting nobody. And it's not like they just knocked. It was a shaking, like they're going to get in the room. Well, at first I tried to dismiss that. And I said, eh, maybe there's something going on outside away from my door in the hallway. And I just tried to ignore it. But the longer I waited, the more intense the shaking got. And I finally said, I got to do something because somebody is trying to get inside this room and I'm in here by myself. Right? So I eventually steal myself to get up and in my big, bad voice, the biggest, baddest voice I could muster. I go to the door and I bang on the door from the inside. Bang, bang, bang. What are you doing? I said, bang, bang, bang. What are you doing? I'm, I'm peeking in that little peephole, which is a joke. Anybody try to peep, try to look through that peephole, you know, you can't half see Jack, but I'm looking in there and I do make out the figure of a man and a cart, like the hotel carts, you know, but I'm like, what are you doing? And then I hear this voice on the other side. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. The lady downstairs told me this is my room. And, you know, then I try to kind of calm down a little bit and I didn't open that door because my mom ain't raised no fools. Neither did my aunts. <laughs> so I, I don't open the door, but I, you know, I'm, my brain processes that cart even more. And I'm thinking, well, he's probably telling the truth. He's got the hotel cart. And I just kind of softened a little bit. And I say, yeah, I'm like, um, we were wondering what you were doing. 
I said we on purpose. There was no we, there's just me. But again, my folks ain't raised no fools. So I kind of tried to come across as if I were not alone. I said, we were wondering what you're doing. We were wondering what's going on. And he said, I'm, I'm wondering what's going on too. Okay, let me go back and get this straightened out. So I say, okay, still my heart's beating, you know, rapidly. So I go back to the desk. I sit down in front of the television where the food was. And, and I wait a little bit and I said, you know what? Just in case, I, I better call the, I better call downstairs and make sure this is on the up and up. So I pick up the hotel room phone and there's no dial tone. And now I'm like really freaked out. I'm like, okay, this is like a horror movie. Somebody's trying to get in my door and there's no dial tone. You know, just the makings of a horror movie, right? No, the line has been cut. So now I've got to use my computer to look up the phone number for the hotel so I can use my cell phone to call the front desk, which I do. And when I do, the lady downstairs tells me, yes, he told us, and, and I'm so sorry. I mean, she was so apologetic that, that her error had caused me such fright. And she said, yes, it's totally my fault. I'm so sorry. And, and listen, we are going to, uh, we're going to credit you for this situation. We're going to, to credit you. And I said, okay. And uh, then, you know, I went on to tell her that phone wasn't working. And, and so we had that conversation, but that's neither here nor there. As we left it, they were going to compensate me in some way for the terrors that they caused me. And that was a situation. I mean, I I've talked to people who said they've had the same situation where either they were the ones in the room like I was and somebody was trying to get in their room or they were on the outside trying to get in someone else's room. Either way, it's just an uncomfortable situation. And it was frightening, especially when you're on the road, you're away from home and you're by yourself. Well, days after that, as I was contemplating this situation, I began to, to recognize some principles uh, in this whole thing. The terror, the crediting that they were going to do, which, by the way, came by way of adding points to um, the hotel club that I'm in, you know, the, the various hotels, if you, if you use their, their hotel, then they give you points and then eventually you can have a free room somewhere, you know, that kind of thing. That was what they ended up doing to compensate me. But the principles, I want to share them with you because I believe that you too can get something valuable out of that terrifying experience because I did. Number one, I recognized that there was someone on the outside trying to invade my space. Now, granted, he didn't know it was my space, but I want you to think about this in terms of life. There was someone trying to invade my space, someone who didn't belong. And I thought if I just wait, if I just ignore it, then maybe it'll go away. Maybe this, the banging, the tapping, the shaking, maybe it's really not what I think it is and, and maybe it'll disappear. But I have to tell you, it didn't work that way. The longer I waited to address it, the more intense the shaking got, the more intense the effort to invade my space got. So what is this saying to us? What is this saying to you? There are many things in our lives 
that we know are invading our space. They're, they're vices. They're vices in our, our business. They might be vices in our family. They could be bad habits that we have. It could be other people attacking us either verbally, emotionally, coming after us. They're enemies of our well-being. And we think, you know, maybe it's not what I think it is. Maybe it's not as bad as I think it is. So let me just kind of ignore it and let it go away. No, it doesn't go away. It thinks that that's an in. It thinks it has the right to invade your space. And so it becomes more aggressive, not less aggressive. That enemy that's trying to tear you down, that habit. And trust me, I know about habits, <laughs> you know, habits or, or things where we are lacking self-discipline or, or people who are trying to, to crush us or, you know, what it, it could be so many different things in our lives, but we tell ourselves if we just ignore it, it will go away. It doesn't go away. It becomes on the contrary, that much more forceful as it tries to invade our space. So that's number one. Ignoring it is not the answer. Whatever it is you're dealing with, that's not the answer. You apply it to wherever you need to apply it in your life and what you're dealing with and what's coming at you. Another lesson that I saw in all this was that I had to become aggressive I had to raise my voice and I had to go to the issue and say, what are you doing? What are you doing? I had to speak to that thing and call it out with force. So first of all, ignoring it wasn't the answer, but also being weak isn't the answer either. There are just some things that you've got to combat with force. I banged on the other side of that door and I lifted my voice and I said, what are you doing? And so we have to say that to those situations, perhaps to those people that are coming at us, that are trying to attack us, that want to invade our space, that want to really destroy our peace. What are you doing? You've got to go after it. So what are you doing? And are you speaking to the opposition with boldness going at it? I could have just sat there and I could have sort of, I could have sort of squealed from across the room. Please go away. But you know what I did? I went to that door and I, I looked through that peephole, which like I said is a joke, but I wanted to get a look at what I was dealing with. I wanted to have a view of what was before me. So looking the other way wasn't an option and sitting in my seat wasn't an option and just squealing up, please go away, wasn't an option. And in your situation, in your family, with whoever's opposing you, with you opposing yourself, with your business, you've got to ask, what are you doing? And you've got to take action. Get up, look that thing in the eye and speak and know 
that the one on the other side trying to invade your space, they'll get the picture. But not if you don't act boldly. I got that (laughs) out of this scary situation. And here's another lesson. When I spoke to the woman at the desk, she said, because of what you went through, we are going to credit you. We're going to reward you. So they added to my rewards, my points. What am I saying? I'm saying that some of us have gone through Hades. Some of us have gone through trials and tribulations and we've had attacks against us or we've had discouragement or seem like nothing is working out or people are, are disparaging us or, or we've just had a tough life or whatever the situation is. You fill in the blank with your family, with your home, with your business, with your body, with whatever. And you go, you know what? It's like the Bible says when it talks about how you're going to get double. And we say it this way, double for your trouble. And some of us have gone through much trouble and we think there's no purpose in it. But there is purpose. God never wastes anything. And we've got to believe that, you know what? There's a reward at the end of this situation. And so I'm just here to tell someone that you've gone through hell, it feels like, and you think it served no purpose. No. Especially if you're a person of faith. Hear me. God said he would cause all things to work together for your good. Does that mean that he wants us to have gone through everything that we went through? Absolutely not. But he will cause it to work to our good. He will reward us. So ever, whatever it is that you have had to deal with, the opposition, the banging on your peace, the shaking at the door of your life, if you will, there's a reward. They said they would reward me and they did. It wasn't. The next day, I didn't see the points the next day, (laughs) but it wasn't long and the reward was there. And so it is with you. Continue to believe, continue to move forward, refuse to give up and expect a reward. Expect at least double for your trouble. I'm claiming more than double. Let me tell you. How in the world do you get a message like that out of a situation like that? Everything speaks. Everything speaks. And there's truth in it. So again, let me point this out to you. Don't sit around waiting for the enemy to just give up. The longer you just wait it out, the more emboldened your enemy becomes. So ignoring it is not the answer. And two, you can't be weak need. You have to be forceful. You have to speak out. You have to act with authority. And again, for people of faith, you've got all of heaven backing you. Open your mouth 
speak to that situation. And if it's you who is the problem, your issue, your habit, your whatever it is, or anyone else or any mindset, any limiting self-belief, whatever it is, you be forceful, open your mouth, go to that situation and ask, what are you doing? Get a look at it and then address it forcefully. And finally, your reward is coming. It has not been in vain, although it seems to have been at times. It has not. Believe you're going to be credited for what you've gone through. Simple lesson from my horror story (laughs) at the hotel. If this has spoken to you, let me know. Send me an email, adrianrosscom at gmail.com or send me an email for any other reason. It doesn't have to be about this particular episode. But in particular, if this did speak to you in any way, adrianrosscom at gmail.com and let's touch base. We're living in crucial times in our lives, in this culture. It's off the hook, as they say. And words of encouragement can go a long way. We hear so many voices of lying and and doubt and unbelief. We need some voices that speak truth. And what I share with you today, it's the truth. So thank you again for joining me for the Adrian Ross Show. Please go to Apple Podcast and leave a review leave a rating. It would help tremendously. And it only takes a few seconds to do that. Also, if you would just go to adrianrosscom at gmail.com for an email, but also my website, adrianrosscom.com, adrianrosscom.com. And I have an online column as well, as I've shared before, adrianrosscolumn.com and an online school. Right now I have courses up for people who are interested in writing and publishing a book. I'm the author of three books and I have the 10 surefire steps to writing your masterpiece. So go to adrianrossacademy.com to see that adrianrossacademy.com. And I'm also a John Maxwell certified speaker, trainer, and coach. And you can find me on johncmaxwellgroup.com slash Adrian Ross. johncmaxwell.com slash Adrian Ross. So thank you again. And I will catch you on the next episode of the Adrian Ross Show. God bless you abundantly. The Adrian Ross Show was produced and edited in the BMG studio. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Find more episodes of The Adrian Ross Show at thebmgnetwork.com and major podcast platforms. Be sure to tune in regularly. You don't want to miss even one episode. <laughs>